Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Hello, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm glad to say that uh, my co-host, Martin Gover, is with me, and I have a great guest today, and we've been we've been friends for quite a few years, and it's Mona Abdulrahim Santo, and she's here from the UAE. And we're going to talk about where she comes from and what she uh, thinks about what hypnosis is to her, how she got started in it. And then we're going to talk about her topic, which is hypnoparenting and more, much more than that. Okay, so hi, Mona. Nice to welcome to the show. And um, so maybe you can just give everyone just that little tidbit of who you are, how you got into hypnosis a little bit, and, and just how you see hypnosis. I will. And uh, hi, first of all, and thank you so much for having me on this show today. Um, Yes, we've known each other quite a few years, and uh, I think this was my my beginnings in hypnosis when I met you, which was very exciting. How did I actually get into hypnosis? Um, I was always a fan of the mind, of the mind-body connection. I've been reading about it ever since I was a basically a kid. And uh, then I decided to study psychology. When I studied, this was in Germany. And when I studied psychology, I it's, it's psychotherapy is mm-hmm. very much about basically diagnosing. So... Mm-hmm. of the whole course was actually about learning uh, the whole uh, disorders by heart and diagnosing people. And it wasn't at all what I had imagined. It wasn't at all what I wanted to do. And this was a very um, holistic school in, in Germany. And we touched on something called kinesiology. Now, kinesiology is, is for, for those who don't know, is um, there's a lot of muscle testing in there. The muscles will tell you if something is good for you or bad for you. They react strongly or weakly. But basically, it's saying that the answers lie within and the answers come from within you and your muscle and muscles and your body will react to it in a positive or negative way. And I loved that. I, I, this so resonated with me because I said, okay, the answers are coming from the client and not from me. So I continued with that. And then uh, from that, I went to other modalities. And uh, uh, at that time, uh, I moved to the UAE. This was, I think, in the early 2001, I think. Uh, we moved to the UAE and um, I met uh, Beryl Komar, <laughs> who, of course, we all know very well. Yes, and, she's been a uh, guest on the show too. So yeah, yeah, and I met her here when I came here, and um, she ended up being my hypnosis teacher. So, uh, and I found out that hypnosis was very similar that all, that it's also coming from the client, and that's what I loved. You know, having not to say to someone, "This is your diet. You are." whatever bipolar or whatever but you know seeing what what is the reason for for the problems that they have and and working with each and everyone uniquely uh, 
So um, ever since I've been doing it, you know, almost exclusively. Um, and I added, of course, NLP to it because I love NLP too. It's, it goes hand in hand, I think. Mm -hmm. And a couple of years later, um, probably in 2008, I think, I um, got my instructor's uh, certification for both. And that's where actually, if I wanted to lead a little bit about what I'm talking um, about today, into what I'm talking about today. So when I started teaching hypnosis, um, well, as you know, probably half of the people who take the course are actually working with it later on, and half of them take it for personal reasons or they're very interested, but they don't really work as a therapist with it. However, so many, I mean, I think probably 80% of the people, at least the people who have children, kept saying to me, oh, I wish I had known this when my kids were smaller. I wish I had known the effects of, um, you know, how words and how our behaviors affect our children when they were smaller. Mm. So um, I um, decided to actually make a course, and this was about one and a half years ago. I decided to design a course specially and specifically only for parents. I called this course hypno-parenting, and I kept the word hypno in there because it is, it is an awareness. It is a kind of um, um, awareness for everybody what hypnosis actually is. And I guess that was your question before, right, Ines? Mm -hmm. That <laughs> so was it. For me, um, or, or for me, I guess what my definition is, is I mean, hypnosis is, is a state of mind we're, we're, we're in. That's what everybody says, you know, the same things. But it is true. We are in that state of hypnosis so many uh, uh, times or, or, or hours uh, during a day. And especially children, because children, they don't think rationally yet. So they are in that state of hypnosis almost all the time. While they're playing, while they're studying, while they're fighting, while they're crying, while they're laughing, playing, anything. They are in that state. I always we say they're know. just little subconsciouses running around. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, right? So, and then we know that, you know, when we are in that state, we are very, very suggestible to every word that we hear. Yes. So, that's why it is so important <laughs> for parents to understand that while their children are playing, while their children are maybe crying because something happened in school or crying because they're fighting with, with their siblings or sad because daddy's not home or because whatever happened, while they're in that emotional state, everything that they say to them actually sticks and get stuck in their, in their pool of memory and affects them in some way. Now, of course, each child is affected in a different way. Even siblings will be affected by the same word of a parent in a different way because it also depends on their emotional state, etc. But it is, I think, very, very important for every parent who wants the best for their child to realize how much a, 
I, I don't like the word wrong, but a word that is not really positive can affect them in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying that anyone does anything wrong, um, and certainly not on purpose, because parents want to want the best for their kids. Every single parent, every single mother or father, wants the best for their children. Um, however, a lot of them are not aware of the consequences of some behaviors or words. So that's what my course is about. I think that's awesome because it's really needed. And, you know, hypnosis is everything and always it's in everyday life constant. And I've sort of made people understand that they're in hypnosis all the time by themselves and their self-hypnosis is how they talk to themselves. So it's very needed. And I'm really glad that you're teaching this. So I'm teaching it to parents. And also now, since uh, this year, I'm also teaching other hypnotherapists. I have a whole manual for parents. I have the slides. I have the whole program uh, sorted out. And I'm also teaching and, and, and certifying other hypnotists and giving them this whole program to, to go ahead and teach it in the whole world. So I think that's great. Okay, um, there is one thing um, Martin was just drawing to my attention is that some of our audience may be new. And just to explain when you said that you add NLP and I just go, yes, can you just explain a little bit about what NLP is? Sure. So NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Now that sounds a little bit, ooh, Uh, all it is, is how does our mind work? It's actually a bit of a science of how our mind works, how our mind perceives things. And um, I, I want to talk a little bit about communication today. So let me, let me take the communication bit of NLP. So if I ask you now, how do we perceive, how do we get information from outside into our world, into our mind? How does anything get from outside into our mind? Well, either through language, which is the NL, the linguistic part, or through our senses. So if we take neuro, the part neuro, all the neurological pathways, which basically are our senses that bring information inside. So whether we see something or hear something or smell or taste, all of these things are affecting us and are bringing information into our minds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is basically the science of it in a Mm -hmm. nutshell. I hope that was clear. Yeah, it's clear. And it's it's a great tool for learning communication skills. And and we can, when we know how our mind works, we can use it in a positive way. Yeah, that's the whole idea. And that's, again, when we're aware of how our mind works. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give I'll give more examples a little bit later. I think uh, we we have a break shortly here, but um, I'll give no, that. we've got two minutes or so left. Um, yeah, you yeah. can do that after the break, though. Just keep going, maybe on on what else? Um, so, what do so, you feel about how is this going with the people that are taking the course? Have mm-hmm. they just give me some feedback of what they're telling you? It, they're loving it. They're loving it. I mean, parents are absolutely amazed and uh, they just think it, it's worth every, every single minute. Um, I'm getting a lot of uh, clients, personal clients, of course, from the courses because then they say, oh, I need, I need you. My, you know, my child needs you, etc." But just what they get in that course, just in that four-week course is amazing. 
um, the feedback is great and um, it, it, it is helping them to understand how to deal with their with their children uh, effectively. Okay, and I guess now that does take us to break time and we'll see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome, everyone, and back to our second portion of talking about hypnoparenting. And I'm just going to let Mona tell you more about it. So, Mona, just um, take off with it. The only thing I was going to say was you, what your skill is, is dehypnotizing people of and learning how to go into the positive, right? Yes, yes, exactly. So, actually, what we do all the time is dehypnotize, right? When people say they need a hypnosis session, actually, they need a dehypnosis session because they've already been hypnotized by something, someone in the past. And um, so, I always say to parents, you know, if you learn how to speak to your children and affect them positively when they are smaller, then they don't need to come to a hypnotist. They don't need to see me when they grow up. So they don't need any dehypnotizing. Yeah. So you're absolutely right, Ines. Yeah. Um, so what is it exactly? So I took actually exactly the course that a hypnotherapist would learn, which 
sounds like great, which sounds a lot. However, it is without, um, without inductions, without deepening. So for the people who are not hypnotists, without saying, uh, close your eyes and go deeper, etc. Uh, we as hypnotists call this waking hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And waking hypnosis is basically what happens to you when you are in a, in a totally awake state. However, your mind is in that state of daydreaming or in that state of imagining or in that state of thinking of something else and not really rationalizing and analyzing where you are. So when you are not dealing with your conscious mind, when you're not really thinking and focusing on what you're doing, your mind is in a subconscious state of mind um, because you can only consciously focus on one thing, yeah? But a very typical example that every hypnotist would use is what, when you drive a car and then suddenly you, you, you reach somewhere and you say, whoops, where was I the last 10 minutes, right? That's because, yeah, your conscious mind was dreaming about what am I making for dinner tonight or something like that. Um, And your subconscious mind was just doing the driving because it's something you've learned as a, as, as a teenager and you're doing it so well that you don't need to focus on it consciously. And just like we drive a car automatically, all our habits, and this is something that I teach uh, that I, you know, part of the course Habits are not only um, smoking, drinking, nail biting. Um, These are habits, yes. However, emotions are also habits. So if someone, um, so as I said, we get better and better at something and then it becomes a habit and it becomes automatic and we don't even think about it and we do it without we do it because it's, it, it, it seems right, because the subconscious mind just says, okay, that's how you do it. So if I learned as a small child, for example, that a place where a lot of people are, are talking and, and a big place with a lot of people is something scary, then this can also become a habit. So the fear, an emotion of fear, for example, can become a habit. And every time I go to a place where there are a lot of people, I get better and better and better at getting scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it also a feeling of being um, inadequate or being uh, shy or being not confident, whatever feelings we get as small children, if we repeat and repeat and repeat these emotions and these feelings, well, guess what? They're habits then too. And then we get into that habit of being like this. The problem is that we get labeled. We get called you're shy or you're, a, you're lazy or you're procrastinating, whatever it is, or you're messy. Yeah, And that word lazy, messy, shy, whatever becomes our label and we identify with it. And I always say, we are not born this way. Yeah, This is something that we acquire and we get better and better at. And we then don't think about it anymore because it becomes basically our identity. Mm-hmm. So these are habits that are formed. Um, so 
in the in the course we talk about what habits actually are and how they they are created um I do give them examples of what, for example, can be said or, or shouldn't be said. So we go into the words also. Um, for example, if I have uh, two children and I say to one of them, um, look at your, your sister. She's always tidy and you're always messy. Yeah, that <laughs> you're laughing, you know, that comparing that so yeah. many do. And I get it. A lot of times it's because we want to maybe motivate them or, or maybe um, create a healthy competition. Yeah. And again, it depends on what state of mind the child is. And, and depending on that state of mind, these words will either affect him, yes, uh, in, a, in a motivating way or affect him negatively. Mm-hmm. So um, going back, so we t- I teach them actually everything that a hypnotist learns, how to, how to speak. So in hypnosis, for example, we do, um, we, we, we have something called suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, suggestions are direct suggestions would be um, what we say to people in hypnosis. Uh, when they close their eyes and we say you're a non-smoker and you'll stay a non-smoker for the rest of your life or you're confident, these suggestions that you can hear also in hypnosis recordings. So what I explained before, when we are in a state of waking hypnosis, we can also use suggestions. And this is very important for parents to learn how to formulate suggestions. So Mm -hmm. in one of the things that, for example, is very important to use positives instead of negatives. I'm just giving some tips here on online so that people know what I'm talking about. So instead of saying, don't jump on there, you'll fall. That's a negative <laughs> suggestion. And then 12 surely plays not. out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. So instead of saying, don't climb, you'll fall. I'm already saying you will fall. That's a direct suggestion. Yeah. And we need to be aware of that. Yeah. Um, So instead of saying that, just saying, be careful or stay down instead of saying, don't get up. Yeah. 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 Or just using the positives instead of negatives. And it's quite a shift in thinking. It you know, it takes a little bit of practice for them, doesn't you? Find that in class that they they do because we're habit ridden in that way too. Because we're always yes. most people, if they listen to their self talk, will be in that negative way, same way. So if they're used to that, then they just have to learn how to shift that. And usually, it's a bit of a mind shift, isn't it? It is. It is. And you know what? Um, a lot. So my co- the course is is actually set up in a way that they have things to do and then they have a week in between mm-hmm. to practice exactly that. And then they get the next batch and then they have again a week in between to practice the next batch. So they don't get everything at once, but they get bit by bit. Um, but yeah, it's funny because a lot of parents actually after these four weeks come back and say, you know what? 
because you were talking about self-talk now, Ines, they say that even their mind and their self-talk shifted and changed, not only the way they talk to their children, but also the way they think has shifted and changed now. Yeah. So a lot of times it's not only a course for children, but also for themselves. Um, I have one of the exercises that I do in, in the first week, actually, is... In NLP, we have something called positions. So either am I, am I, either I am in the first position and I'm seeing things from my eyes, or yeah. I'm in the second position and I'm seeing things from the other person's eyes, through the other person's eyes. And I do an exercise with them where they actually are playing their children and see themselves hear their talk, hear their environment, hear how they are at home, for example, talking to each other, the parents, um, from through the, the child's eyes and ears, yeah? And that's um, quite eye-opening sometimes. Sure. Just, just getting that awareness of, oh, my God, this is really how I am, yes. Um, that's very interesting too, yeah. Um, another um, thing that I, um, I I wrote down. So I'm just peeking because. <laughs> so some, for example, another thing that we also do um, is, let's say uh, uh, your your son comes home and he just fell down and he and his knee is hurting. And um, so again, uh, there's a lot of self awareness. Um, exercises in there what do you say do you say oh my god let's go and see a doctor oh it's bleeding oh poor god poor poor boy and then he'll cry even more or do you just say oh, you know what that's right mommy will just kiss it and then everything will be fine and sure enough the child will stop crying right or do you say or do you blame? Yeah, I mean, there are parents who say, "What? What? What happened? I told you not to, not to climb, right? I told you you'll fall." This is the other option. So there are a lot of self-awareness exercises in there too, of really realizing how do I actually talk to my child, and then um, learning the the positive way of shifting the suggestions, shifting how we speak. Mm hmm. And I bet by the end of the course, um, they'll have really tuned in a lot to that and their whole life, including everything, will shift, right? Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So even their, their, their family lives sometimes, because this course also includes, of course, the whole family. Um, uh, so it's, it's also for fathers. It's not only for mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Parents, you know, yes. Yeah, it's not that the father, father can think, you know, I'm out of it here. No, no, it's for both. <laughs> Very important. Do you have it sometimes that only one of the parents will come? Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's fine too, you know? Yeah, that's all good. At least, at least they were all there, right? I, I, that's the important part is the more you're present and the more you shift and the more you learn, the better it'll be. And she yeah. may pass it on to her husband anyway, or him to her, whatever. Anyway, yes. we have to go to break, so I'll see you on the okay. other side. See you, sir. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everybody. And I just wanted to ask you, Mona, is I know that you're in the UAE, but you've taught around in different countries while well, you're going to Switzerland soon to speak and, and you're doing that in German and you're in Lebanon and you're doing UK work everywhere, right? And you do you find any sort of difference in attitudes towards hypnosis or, or what they believe it is and all those things, you know, the usual things from people? Mm-hmm. I don't think there is a big difference between country and country. Um in every country I've been to and lived or, or worked in, um, I have the skeptics. I have the people who are afraid of hypnosis, the people who have a lot of misconceptions. Um, and then again, we have a big, big portion, and they're getting more and more of people who are actually, who have the awareness and uh, the knowledge of what hypnosis actually is. And, uh, you know, I I rarely get the the oh, do you make me quack like a duck or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I don't get that so much anymore. Ten years ago, though. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So, mm-hmm. so, And it has shifted all around the world. Um, I think uh, you, you just mentioned Lebanon. I, I still go to Lebanon about once a month, latest once every two months. And, and um, it's, I, I am so swamped with clients there. Um, I think uh, people are, are, are hungry, are hungry for more and more. 
um, the uh, whole community, the hypnosis community is actually growing in Lebanon. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm going to say it because I'm really proud of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you should. I have founded about five, six years ago, six years ago now, I founded a syndicate. Now, a syndicate is like an, a big association, but in Lebanon, it's very, very important. Once you have a syndicate, it's approved by a minute, by two ministries. Um, so it's it's as if it has a um, a name. It has it, it got approval. So mm-hmm. I have founded the Lebanese Syndicate of Hypnotherapists, uh, which gave this whole hypnotherapy in Lebanon a boost and a push. Uh, we have uh, around fifty members now, which is really a good number considering we just you know started. We're we're still small. Um, very, very professional people in there. It's, it's great, you know, working with, with these people and it's giving the whole hypnosis in Lebanon another push and another boost. Yeah. And you know what I find now, you know, everything is so global that I don't see much difference anywhere, really. I'm just like you, I don't see that. So great. But um, yeah. I'm going to get back to your hypnoparenting because I don't want to cheat the people of all this knowledge so I'm going to give it back to you and you can talk about it some more please okay so um, before the break I spoke a little bit about uh, suggestions so giving suggestions have to be positive etc so we give a lot of these tips how do we actually talk now another thing that um, I actually do in, um, in, in the course is I teach them we, we as hypnotists call it regression so what is regression actually is when we regress to a time that was in our childhood or a time that was in the past. It doesn't need to be our childhood. No. So we know that a lot of times it is important to get the words out, to speak what is what you are holding inside. So I have a small story that I like to always say, um, share Um, So imagine if a four-year-old girl goes to the mall with her mother and after two hours of shopping, she gets lost. And she looks around and she's lost and she's really scared, isn't she? Mm -hmm. And so the more time goes, the more scared she is. So let's say after five minutes, her mom comes back and finds her. Um, What would she do? She'll probably cry, cling on to her mom and say, mommy, where did you go? So, um, and then she'll hold on to her and she'll talk about these five minutes during the rest of the day. She'll go home and they'll ask her, what did you do in the mall? And she'll say, mommy went away and she left me alone and I got lost. Then she goes to school the next day and they ask her, what did you do on the weekend? And she says, oh, I was in the mall all alone. Now, the week after, the weekend after, they go to the mall again. Her entire behavior will have shifted. Her entire behavior will be holding on to the hand of her mother because she doesn't want to get lost again. And as I said before, the more I will do that, the more it will become a habit of, of being scared of going to a place where there are a lot of people. So now let's take that same scenario and pretend that girl again is in the mall and she gets lost after two hours. And, but 
if in that moment, in that exact moment, someone came to her, someone she trusts came to her and said, listen, I know 100% that your mom will be there after five minutes. Will her fear be as big? Nope. No, no way. Right? Probably yeah. not. No. Nope. So she will just wait and then her mom will come back and she'll, you know, continue. She, she might say, where did you go? Then she goes home and they ask her, what did you do? And she'll say, oh, I bought a dress. I ate ice cream, etc." So her entire behavior will change. But the thing is, the reality or what happened, the scenario was exactly the same one in case one and case two. So the only thing that changed was her perception of these five minutes. Yeah. And that's so important to know that it's not the reality that forms our fears or whatever. It's not because something happened. It's because of how we perceived this time. And the more emotional we are, the more our mind attaches the situation to that moment. We call it anchoring in NLP again. Mm -hmm. We call it an anchor is something have, you know, I'm asking now all the listeners, you've probably all, you know, heard a song and then on the radio and then boom, your mind goes back 30 years or 20 years. Yeah. Or you smell a certain cake or perfume and boom, you're reminded of someone. Our mind associates things that are very emotional to us to either something visual or a smell or, or to one of our senses. So that's how we, if we are very emotional because we are afraid, our mind will associate that fear to whatever we, we yeah. remember of that place. So, and that will stay with us. So this, this story uh, in particular, I, I tell parents and then I teach them to, because that's very, very important to not let the fear inside, but to speak out. Yeah, and mm -hmm. to say what, what 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 it was that I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. um, so I teach them how to speak, how to ask their children, for example. So what happened today in the mall, or what happened today in school? But not to ask them in order to judge them, and not to ask them in order to tell them, you know what, you should have gone to the teacher, or why didn't you tell him this and this? <laughs> yeah, but just to listen to what actually happened. And then there are many, many ways and many techniques that I teach. One of them could be asking the child, so what would you have done Yeah, now that you're home and now that you're safe and now that you know how to react, what would you have said? Yeah. So that per person basically who goes back and, and in hypnosis, we, 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 we go back and we talk to that little child. That's the child himself. So we will tell him in a positive way, what could you have done? And we let the child come up with a solution. We don't tell the child a solution. So that's, yeah, that's one, awesome. what's one, one technique that they can use. And they can practice that. So we practice that a lot of asking them, okay, what happened? And how would you phrase it? How would you, there's a lot of role play. So how would you tell your child now, you know, ask him what, what he did. Um, another way is using, uh, especially when they're smaller, using um, toys, for example. So um, I'm going to just say uh, uh, one story that happened where a child um, 
had um, a, a father he didn't know, um, had a an ex-boyfriend of the mother who um, was very abusive to him, and then the mother had a, a new boyfriend, and um, the boy loved him, and then the mother get, got separated from him. Hmm. So the boy was angry. He had so much anger in him, and the mother said, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know how to talk to him anymore. So I helped her in this case, and she just, uh, we, we used his toys, and we said, so who would you be? And he, he chose a transformer, and he said, that's me. And then uh, we, we chose another toy for his mother. It was a little lamb. He chose someone for each and every one of the fathers and, and men in their life, in her lives. And then um, I... I uh, showed her how to play with him and he actually talked to his father or mother or whoever that guy was in form of playing. Yeah. However, it was so powerful because he shouted out at whatever he had anger in him. And that's so important for parents to understand that it doesn't matter. The father didn't have to hear it but it had to come out of the small boy. Yeah. And it yeah. was so powerful that after that, she actually, she called me and said, it's it. He, he, he hugged me. He said how much he loved me. And it was so beautiful. So that's, that's wonderful. one story. Really, really how powerful this is. And you know, really, uh, if you're going with your child to a hypnotist, which you sometimes need to do and all that kind of stuff, but if you're teaching all that kind of stuff to parents, it'll definitely minimize that kind of having to do that something with a child because of breakups of marriages and all the other things. If you know, giving them the tools to handle those situations is very, very incredibly well done. And, and they handle them right as they, as they happen. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the child doesn't hold them inside of him for years but, you know, it happened in school today, so let's get rid of that negative emotion right on the spot. Yes. And, the and, early and that means it doesn't compound over and over and over as that exactly. becomes the habit, as you say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Oh, guess what? We're already back to great time. <laughs> Go so fast to see you on the other side. <laughs> Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. 
first is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to this great program of Hypnosis Everywhere. And I just want to say thank you to Mona for one thing. And also, what I wanted to say is that, you know, I just found out that she does a lot of work uh, with the school system, and she gets invited in, and parents all come, you know, like parent-teacher things, all those sort of things. And uh, I think that's really awesome to get that into the schools, and it's such a phenomenal thing. We talk about, you know, mindfulness in the school, meditation in the school, and just allowing people to, parents to learn how to work through the school is awesome. Maybe just yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, you know, I'm, I've been doing a lot of talks. Uh, schools are, are calling me, um, are hearing from other schools. Um, what I do, how I typically do it is I, I just do a one and a half hour talk in schools and um, the schools invite the parents. Um, they... They are very, very receptive to that, um, and I'm I'm sure all over the world. Um, I'm sure that people could also do it in America, you know, everywhere because, you know, parents. Everybody's a parent, or or knows parents, or or has a parent. You know, I mean, parents. <laughs> it's a huge market, <laughs> right? So. Um, it's a huge, huge market. There's so many people. And parents nowadays, are they want to do things for their children. They are, are hungry. They want to give their children more and more. They're doing after-school activities. They're, they're giving them so much to do. So parents are willing and wanting to do things for their children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, every if, if hypnotherapy, to any hypnotist who's listening, yeah, I um, I was I did a, a, a course um, a certification course for hypnotists in uh, at the in the at the NGH convention, mm-hmm. convention this year, um, where I actually give hypnotists the whole material, the manuals, the videos, the the slides, everything that goes with it, and they just have to take it and go to schools and and do their thing. Um, I am um, doing another one, um, I think uh, it's 
end of November, beginning of uh, December online, actually, because some of my, many of our friends are common friends in yes. uh, want to take that and want to learn it. So I'm doing an online course for them. Um, I am now just in the process of finishing my translation. I'm going to the Zurich Convention of Hypnosis um, end of November. I'm talking there and uh, t again teaching uh, this course there in German this time. Um, and uh, I'm talking about it in London very soon too. Yeah, the um, UK convention, we get to see each other in the flesh. Yes, yes we get to see <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's where where um, hypnotists can you know get in touch and 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 get my material and learn. As I said, online is is the easiest now. Um, but also for parents, you know, um, parents who come to schools, I'm I'm keeping my uh, the courses for parents very reasonable because I want people to I want many many parents to um, be able to afford that. Um, I don't want to make it accessible just for the ones who have a lot of money. So I'm keeping this rather um, uh, reasonable. And a lot of parents are signing up. Um, I am going to put it online very soon. I'm going to record one of my um, sessions and put it online very soon too. So um, whoever is, wherever you are in the world, basically, you could um, get it. Um, I will always have a section where I can coach, where I can talk to people um, if they have questions. Um, but that's what I'm planning to do. That sounds great. And it's a good idea. Um, it will never preclude a one-on-one, -on -one, but it's definitely great. I, I've been doing similar stuff, and it's really a good thing. Oh, yeah. Can you say your website, even though we'll post it, but maybe say where that's going to be or make your contact information just so. Okay. So my name again is Mona Abdulrahim Santu. So it's A-B-D-U-L-R-A-H-I-M and then dash S-A-N-T-L. Uh, the My company is called Mind Your Power. Um, and the website is mindyourpower.org, O-R-G. Okay. Um, I am in the UAE um, and do travel a lot, though, and um, travel everywhere, actually. <laughs> well, we'll make sure all that information is, and everything that you want them to know will be on the show page. And good old Martin Gover will do that for you. And so just make sure he's got you all the information you want to put out for parents or for hypnotists at this time. And uh, I'm going to thank you very much for being here. And uh, But I first of all, I'd like to know one more thing. Yes. I want to know anything else, any great tidbit, any, um, what would you say, you know, what you can tell parents just on a, as an overview on how to, to do um, some good advice there. That's what some good advice. Um, uh, well, one thing um, that I also do is, you know how, okay, if I, wenn ich jetzt alles auf Deutsch spreche, ja, wenn ich jetzt mit euch auf Deutsch spreche, werdet ihr nichts verstehen, oder? Yeah, well, I sort of got that, but then. Uh, I did, but that's okay. <laughs> so many people won't understand, or if I speak yes. to you in Arabic now, because I'm just speaking that in different language, right? 
So one thing that is really important to understand that languages are not only German or English or whatever, and it's not only the language of the senses, because also some people are more visual, some people are more auditory, but we have to understand the style and the personality of our child and talk to the child in their language. So often a, a parent would say, well, I told him, but he doesn't listen or he doesn't understand. <laughs> well, if he doesn't understand, then maybe you should say it in a different way. So one big thing that I always like to say is it's not always the children who have to change. A lot of times we have to change with the time because the times have changed and take things from the past, take the experiences that are useful today, but don't use experiences or things that are not useful today. Don't tell a child, you know, when I was young, I didn't have an iPad and I was happy also. I was happy and I grew up. <laughs> Because nowadays they need an iPad because schools yes. require it. You know, don't tell children some things that are, are not useful to them today. So that's mm -hmm. a big, big tip and a big advice. Go with the time. Be flexible. Adapt your style to today's style. Not everything that we did was better. Not everything no. that we know. That, that Our children have a different language, and it might not be German, English, French, but it's a different jargon, etc., Thank you so much, and thank you for being here. And Martin, in this one minute we have left, I'd like you to say, what are we doing next week? Uh, I think we're with the patient whispers. Oh, yes, we're with the patient whispers next week, and uh, they work in trauma units, and they're going to give us some really good advice on how to work with everyone that's in trauma. So uh, thanks for being on the show. It's been great, and it's been lovely, lovely to see you in the U.K., Really looking forward to it because I haven't um, been anywhere you've been lately. We've missed each other for a long time. We did. We did. Okay. But so I'm just going to have to say that I really like the show and I thank you again and can't wait to see you. And then we'll have to say goodbye and sign off. So, thank you, Ines. Thank you, Martin. And thank you, Voice America. <laughs> okay. Thanks very much. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.